Hello and welcome to Isolation and Me. I'm Blanche Anderson, voiceover actor and filmmaker. This is a podcast which explores personal experiences during the COVID-19 outbreak. In this episode, I revisit some previous interviewees to see how they're getting on further into lockdown. So before I crack on, if you'd prefer to hear their original story, pause now and go back to episodes one to seven. For those of you ready for an update, here we go. And welcome back, Gillian. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I am well. I'm well, I'm well, I'm well. I'm missing the 31 degrees that we had last week. Oh. But apart from that, life is good. I spent four days solidly in my paddling pool. It was amazing. <laughs> the sun shines. Although I only changed the water once, so it could be a bit disgusting, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, you've got to get your value for money. I remember you buying it last year and then um, it just rained every day, like since you bought it. Yeah, I bought it at the, at, like the last day of summer it arrived and it crashed out of rain. I was like, oh, well, but who's laughing now, eh? Exactly. <laughs> it sounds lovely. But no, apparently next week, 26 degrees. Anyway, it does it does improve lockdown slightly, having a bit of sunshine. So there you go. Definitely does. But yeah, so I mean, obviously we've caught up for our socially distanced catch-ups every so often, but um, three months has passed, which is kind of scary to think about. Um, We last spoke on this in April and when I asked you where you thought you would be in three months time, you said back at work, hopefully, or at least doing my teaching. Oh God. (laughs) She was so (laughs) optimistic. She was so full of hope. What an idiot. I mean, do you remember saying that and how does that feel to hear that back? Is that what's happened or? I vaguely do remember saying that actually because yeah, at the very beginning, I definitely, I thought June, I thought everything would be back to normal in June and here we are. July and no it's not and we're still in a state of absolute uncertainty we I still don't know if I've got a job to go back to I don't know what the theatre landscape's going to look like um I know what my financial situation looks like and that's not great um the teaching uh, is ticking but I think Mm -hmm. it's not it's not the kind of alternate alternative way to do things it's good and I enjoy it, but it isn't a substitution. It isn't preferable to doing it in person by any stretch. Mm, it's a bit of a cruel question, really, because it's not like every, you know, out with lockdown, I don't say, Gillian, where do you see yourself in X amount of times? And then you have to compare yourself to last <laughs> time. But I think with lockdown, you know, it, it's almost like a beginning there was life pre-lockdown and now there's lockdown you know there's quite um, a clear cut off and a chapter of life so I guess it's difficult not to compare ourselves yeah so I may have mentioned um, that I was doing a degree I was finishing off my degree when we last spoke Um, I finished that about a week or two ago Um, and one of the um, for one of the modules we had to do a kind of professional development presentation and part of that was kind of doing a five-year plan or a one-year plan and I just thought this is impossible this is absolutely impossible because I it was too, there's at the moment there's just too many variables. I mean I've never been a fan of doing a kind of five-year plan anyway because I don't think it's altogether helpful I mean it can be good to kind of mm. focus your mind but I think you run into danger of kind of setting expectations for yourself and, and then being disappointed but it really got me thinking and I was like god I just this is a, this is a task that is just impossible to do at the moment because you know I was meant to be finishing well finishing my contract with Jamie at the end of August possibly extending on depending on on what the situation was and now I mean who knows we still don't know if it's coming back um it got announced today actually it was that um sex the musical they're going to do their their musical as a drive-in musical which is fantastic that's amazing but that sex is a very much a kind of concert style it wouldn't work for something like Jamie yeah it is it also sounds like you're saying sex every time So I'm just going to say that that's the sterling accent there. (laughs) Sex is coming back, guys. (laughs) Don't worry, it's been gone for a while, but it is coming back in a (laughs) drive-in. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like, my goodness. Um, So there you go. But no, yeah, exactly. Jamie is a completely different sort of show, isn't it? And you can keep socially distanced during six (laughs) <laughs> well, that's it. And apparently there's this, there's a rule that in terms of sick, because I don't know if you've seen all the horrendous government um, comments on how they think theatre should run, but no. um, music, uh, musicals can, um, musicals can go on if, as long as there's no singing. Oh. Cool. Um, and theatres can open as long as there's no live performances. Wow. 
cool guys yeah so it's uh it's it's been run by a bunch of clowns that have clearly don't understand what theater is but mm. i think in terms of singing you can only have and this is well where six win, wins is you can only have six people on the stage at a time well wow. apparently that is the rule yeah so that's um, kind of perfect and because i think the other day when i saw cinemas were opening for people i was getting really excited about you because obviously i knew that you know things were like holding off a little bit and i was like oh well that means theater's coming soon have you been given any estimation or do you still no no, no. i mean the five point plan that oliver can't do his job cultural secretary kind of put out is not is not a plan it's a statement of how things are it might as well have been written on a napkin <laughs> you know what i mean they gave it reads like someone that gave it about 10 minutes thought and just went theaters can't go on yeah great good yeah, yeah we know <laughs> <laughs> uh no so there's no indication yeah. no just no, oh. I'm not. So I'm averaging about at least one mental breakdown a week at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, when you heard that news, was it very much a, a gradual thing of is, this is being ongoing and every, you know, couple of weeks or a month you get like, well, it's equities, the actors union, you get in contact with them and they and they tell you what's happening or is is it, was there one point that you were told this like news or is it just kind of you had an inkling you know from the way society is we know i mean it's come it's all it's, it's all been very slow because everybody's obviously scrabbling around trying to find their feet with how to deal with things so we knew i would say maybe about mid trying to think of march april may about mid-may that we that the, the, the company want to tell us on the 13th of july mm. whether they'll be able to afford to continue and that's basically because as of the 13th of july they run out of money and if they can have an opening day in kind of autumn time then um then the show doesn't reopen yeah and um so um they're hoping <laughs> they're hoping as well we're all hoping to get some kind of clarity in, in government uh, guidance that'll yeah. uh, that'll help us but i think the problem is as opposed to cinemas because cinemas can do drive-ins and that's why you know mm-hmm. this thing with sex if it's open air open air theater can potentially go ahead mm-hmm. um which is great but we're not really a country that's designed to do things in the open air a lot no, um, not with this weather. weather. <laughs> no. Was it you who was saying it was cheaper as well? You know, cinemas, you buy the film outright and then you can use it as much as you like, whereas theatre is just more expensive in general. Was it you who was saying that or someone was saying that to me? I don't know if that was me saying, but that's absolutely true. It is, yeah, you buy you buy your ticket to run a cinema, to, to press play in a film mm-hmm. and charge people to come and watch it isn't anywhere near the expense that you have when you've got to employ whole teams and staffs and front of house and everyone that's required to yeah. put on a show but I think what's that what my understanding of what's holding it back is not so much the danger to the audience as the danger to the actors yeah. because we are in such close proximity with each other and singing um, and dancing and the, stage, <laughs> and the stage crew yeah you know whereas you don't get that if, if you're watching a film because it's all been done already yeah that's my understanding of why theatres are a bit slower and it makes sense as well it's it's funny where the cutoff is I was speaking to my friend yesterday who said Clara she's uh, another episode of the podcast she was saying that um you're now allowed uh, from the fourth that you're allowed to have 30 people at the wedding reception but you can't have a ceremony so it's just interesting where they're drawing the lines you can't you've seen this but you can't have a singer and you can't have a trombone <laughs> of all the things <laughs> a trombone you can have a trump you can't have a trombone so you know cancel that trombone symphony you don't use yeah exactly that <laughs> solo trombone that everyone has at their wedding this is just i mean it's just it's quite funny isn't it what you've got to laugh don't you it's ludicrous yeah <laughs> you do so we'll come on to that so I want to know, obviously I'm guessing that that's the lowest moment so far is the work situation and I want to know, yeah, your lows and highs. So talk us through what you've been up to and some lowlights and highlights of, of that. Says I'm getting my hair done, some lowlights and highlights. You've not been getting that done anyway. <laughs> my hair's just like pretty much almost down to my waist. I've never experienced anything like it. It hurts to put it up in a ponytail. It gives me a headache now. Oh my goodness. But, um, no, so, yes, the low lights is definitely just the state of the arts and, and theatres and, and my financial situation, which is, um, you know, just increasingly worrying. Stressful. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. completely. I guess the highlights have been I've got loads of um, DIY done. 
Um, I'm very I'm very chuffed with the work and the painting although I'm already a bit sick of the colours I've chosen which isn't ideal oh dear um, in the last episode you talked about your dado rolls not rolls rails rails, rails. dado rails <laughs> my goodness someone doesn't own a house me um, yeah your dado rails so I, I understand that they're all painted now <laughs> they are all painted and up thank you very much they look mm. beautiful <laughs> and I wouldn't worry if you don't know what they are it's not that you don't own a house it's just that you don't you don't have like an eight-year-old's taste and decor and yeah obviously you've been hanging out with um your boyfriend as well yeah that's been nice um whereas when we last spoke you weren't able to see him were you yeah. bubbling 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 what you've been doing <laughs> I kind of forgot what that was there I was like bubbling what I was like is this a thing that but yes of course the bubble <laughs> I, thought we, I thought the recording is no, <laughs> such a silence you know what it is it's um it's a shame for me because I can't bubble because I don't live on my own whereas you live on your own and your boyfriend lives on your own so you know you were in a, a good situation for that one yeah of course yeah I've heard of people bubbling with their with other households like with them oh no but I guess they're all one it's like a family and exactly. I don't have any um, pals except for you. And funnily enough, you chose yeah. seeing your boyfriend over seeing me. Um, yeah, pals that live on their own. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that's been nice. I, um, I, I've cut his hair. Nice. I'd say that was a highlight. I was well proud of myself that day. <laughs> She's not shut up about it, guys. <laughs> it took an hour. It took, it took like over an hour. It's the best haircut he's ever received. The detail. And he's got a weird shaped head, so it wasn't easy. Listen, this is talent. Maybe that's what you're going to go into. They open soon, so you can go into that. that. Um, so, I mean, overall, over the last three months of lockdown, how would you kind of rate it? A good experience or bad? Or... Oh, it's awful. Oh. How would I rate it? Like, minus, minus a thousand million trillion out of ten. <laughs> but you've been sunbathing in your paddling pool. Yeah, but I'd have been able to do that and still go to work. Yeah, she does have an evening job. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah um and how has it altered your perception oh i guess of life perception oh gosh i don't know how's it altered my life perception um does that make sense is that a real question i'm not sure now <laughs> um it's not gonna be a positive one i'm afraid um I, it's kind of where i always kind of thought i was vaguely kind of positive with a little bit of cynicism i'm now fully disillusioned the human race and the government in in a, in a way that makes me want to move out to the country and be self-sufficient mm. and go off grid just because you felt they've not supported the industry that you know and love i'm not i'm not saying that oh the arts and all this kind of stuff oh well, i am saying that but i'm not saying it to the detriment of anything else i think the way numerous things have been handled is has, has been shocking and i think people as in the public have really turned against each other i understand everyone being angry mm. i felt angry too but i i don't mm. I, which is what i said at the very beginning i don't subscribe to this wanting to find fault with everybody else and mm. wanting to pass judgment on how, how everyone else is handling their own mm. version of whatever lockdown means to them i'm disappointed that people went to the beach and droves in bournemouth mm. but i can't get angry about it because I think it's so it's so hard yeah. for everyone and yes people have acted very selfishly which is bad and is part of the reason that I just kind of go aren't people awful but then people are awful <laughs> and so I can't get angry about it it's just what it is it just always I was <laughs> gonna say actually one of the key things that I, I don't know if this is obviously it's how you're feeling now is uh, I think it was halfway through a lockdown or something you said to me I think I might be done with London you know it's not imminently yeah. obviously you've had that sort of change due to lockdown I don't know yeah. if it would have happened anyway or if it's lockdown as well yeah I don't know I think lockdown's definitely brought it on so I felt very claustrophobic in my home I can't bear my neighbours and that's... I hope they don't listen to this quite <laughs> <laughs> like annoying because everybody's in the house all the time or everybody's in the garden all the time the walls are very thin the noise is horrendous um, and it's just felt very claustrophobic, which of course I wouldn't be feeling if I was able to go out and about and, and leave a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and I think, but also I think with the state of theatre, I think I think wages are going to be pushed down. I think opportunities are going to be reduced. And so I kind of think to myself, you know, and it's, and it's, it's certainly in terms of the moment, it's a, it's a job that very much ties me to London mm, and maybe. Of course, if you're in the West End, yeah. Mm. And uh, I just want, I crave space. And that's definitely the claustrophobia that's been brought on by the lockdown. <laughs> I just crave space and, yeah. and, out, and outdoors <laughs> yeah of course and I, I was saying to my parents you know at the beginning although I'm kind of 
coping a little bit better now. We're allowed to go out whenever we want. But I remember saying to my parents, I didn't move to London just to hang around Tottenham. Not that Tottenham's not lovely. I lived in Tottenham for years and years. Well, I was going to say you forgot, but you didn't. When we went for a walk around the park next to me, you were like, I used to live over there. And you kind of like not really realised <laughs> or something. Yeah. I can't remember. It's because we never went to the park. Yeah, because <laughs> you're a student. You had better things to do. Yeah, exactly. Well... Yeah. So how are you feeling about normal life resuming or new normal, as people say? Oh, I don't know, because it feels like normal life is resuming kind of now. So my my housemate is coming back today, actually. Oh, new news. Mm, Hmm. She moved in with her boyfriend um, right at the very beginning of lockdown. And I wondered if she might make the move permanent, but she is coming back tonight, which will be lovely. And so that definitely feels like things are coming back to normal. And that's Mm. almost frustrating because things are coming back. Well, for some people, things have actually just never changed, which is mental. You know, some people have Mm. been able to keep working the whole way through. And I would say it hasn't affected them, but it hasn't um, perhaps been as as much of a... a Drastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I find myself resenting people that are able to go back to work. (laughs) Uh, because I feel like saying but wait a minute everybody keeps saying go back to normal I'm like no but we aren't going back to normal because I'm still stuck you know yeah yeah Yeah, there's so many industries like Mm. that it's kind of kind of crazy and again I can't remember if it was you or someone else but they're just saying about the you know um retail and leisure just kind of like they were they almost had to get it going otherwise you'd have two main industries you know on top of the arts and things like that just completely cut out we kind of needed to start lifting things a bit otherwise they would be gone I could feel myself um so I went for a nice walk a new walk the other day in Fairlip Waters and they've got a nice little kind of restaurant Mm -hmm. and you can sit outside and look at the lake and all this stuff really pretty so sat down and thought I'll go in because the restaurant was open you could go in and not do takeaways to sit in the mm-hmm. outside bit. And I went in to just get like a cup of tea or whatever to have. And the, the queue and just how long everything takes. I just feel <laughs> yeah. myself a lot of the time going, oh, I just won't bother. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I just won't bother. And that, but it, it's bad, isn't it? And I guess even when things, things coming back in so much as they can come back, everywhere still losing revenue because mm. you will get people who will just look like the, the thing with the pubs and they want to take your details and reservations. A lot of people and, you know, myself, as well probably a lot of the time just go oh it's a lot of hassle but then it probably just won't bother yeah you almost feel like people kind of rush there at the beginning as a novelty like I think it's Glasgow mm. have just lit, opened retail or something and there was people um queuing from 5 30 a.m and stuff I feel like at the beginning there might be a rush Primark. yeah Primark. Uh, yeah it is it was Primark in Glasgow too so Primark really they love <laughs> they love a queue Primark love a bargain. yeah and a bargain yeah. but yeah I wonder if it's going to be a novelty so when the pubs open it will suddenly be a flurry also when you're drinking it must be near impossible to keep social distance i also heard music's going to be not too loud so that people can't kind of force to shout to each other oh do i have to shout oh yeah of course yeah gosh all these things you haven't even don't really think about isn't it yeah i'm sorry i'm I'm adding to the stress of the new normal coming in but uh... (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't think it's possible to add to the stress of it to be honest (laughs) i'm like and this and this but um yeah no it is it is interesting and like i said you wouldn't usually think oh i wonder where i'll be but lockdown just kind of creates this almost comparing each stage because each part of lockdown was segmented by a new lift in the rules you're like oh what was i doing Mm -hmm. pre this rule check you know what i mean it's very broken up but anyway but um yeah so that was kind of it i wanted to check back in i mean depending on how long this goes on for i might have to check in again we'll see <laughs> but... Imagine we're still doing this like 2025 like how are you feeling Jillian? Yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> Are you about it? <laughs> i think i think some of us well it will both explode if we have to do that but no it is i mean with the oh. second wave and stuff on the radio i'm kind of i'm i'm like la 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 i don't want to hear about the second wave no 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 that's not happening so anyway we will see oh i'll tell you something nice that's happening though something i'm going to look forward to yay my sister had a baby yay two weeks ago amazing uh so i've got a little niece my first little niece my second niece nephew i don't know it's not a word it's a collective word yeah i can't think of Um, it either (laughs) (laughs) um But, uh, yes, and with Scotland lifting things on the 15th, I'm hoping to go up at the end of July. 
and see my family for the first Amazing. time since Christmas and meet my oh, niece. That is such good news. I was actually looking myself to see if I could get um, a way to go in August because I was thinking finally we're aligned with the rules. But that's so exciting. I'll hitch a ride, babes. Can't win. <laughs> <laughs> jump in. Yeah, jump in. But no, it is is interesting as well. Um, again, one of uh, the other, uh, Claudia on the podcast, she's had a baby during lockdown too. And my goodness, I imagine it's a change during the best of times, let alone now. But that's so exciting. And yay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. But um, thank you so much again for coming on. Maybe I'll speak to you soon. But maybe not. Da, da, da. Well, I will. Never again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I will speak to you again, yeah. but yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed, never again. Anyway, thank you so much thank and you. goodbye. Bye. You're listening to Isolation and Me with Blanche Anderson. And hello, Elisa. Hello, Blanche. How are you? I am good, thank you. Good. I'm a bit miserable here today, but I'm prevailing. Same so. as It's great. Grey day. Yeah, it makes you feel a wee bit flat for some reason. And I don't know why. Like, you just feel a bit kind of like, hmm. Like, I'm supposed to see a friend later. But obviously, when you're meeting outdoors, you're very weather dependent, aren't you? It's absolutely true. And I think um, we've all discovered how bloody lovely the sun is. You know, <laughs> especially over what's been happening the last few months. You know, to know. get out in a beautiful sunny day has just been glorious. I know. So, how are things over? Watch it. Over in the Jersey Isle. <laughs> I don't really know. I was trying to glam it up and I couldn't think of anything glamorous, so I did a silly voice. <laughs> Jersey Isle. Yeah, good. Things are good. Things are good in Jersey. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've uh, settled right into the way of island life, to be honest. And um, nice. yes, yeah, it's, it's, I'm feeling good. Can't good. complain. Good. Yeah, it's uh, obviously been a fairly, fairly big adjustment, but. Once I got over the initial, wow, life is really, really different, then yeah. I just started to try and embrace it, really, as best and I could. Relish and, it. Yeah, and um, I think compared to many, many other places, we got off extremely lightly. And, uh, mm. you know, things were shut down pretty quickly and things then have started to reopen, I, I kind of would say, also pretty quickly. I think there are lots of fairly anxious people about at the moment because mm. as of tomorrow... The airport and the harbour open, so we will officially Ooh. not be cut off from the rest of the world. Oh, I see. So, gosh, that does seem. I mean, all these lifts, you're like, really? Mm. Because I mean, if you look at um, Leicester, they've just been shut down. Oh god, so, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's so crazy because so places that feel relatively close are all handling this in quite different ways, and it's kind mm. of yeah. We're all still just going through the motions, aren't we? Nobody really has any idea still what's what's in store. In my inside of me, I kind of feel that we're set for another peak and lockdown. I, I actually saw some friends yesterday mm. for a walk, and we were saying, "Let's enjoy this while we can," because it sort of feels yeah. like it's only a matter of time before we're back to just sitting inside again. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's what I was thinking as well because I, I said this and. Jillian when I spoke to her someone else on the podcast I said oh I was thinking about maybe trying to get home soon but I'm almost like need to do it sooner rather than later mm. um but obviously their laws don't change until the 12th or 15th can't remember but um so when we last spoke way mm. back in April which seems ages ago yeah. and obviously I've seen you a wee bit on our um, voiceover chats and stuff but we're mm -hmm. not doing them so much now I think everyone's done with Zoom mate um <laughs> So. Zoom had its time in the limelight, didn't it? Everyone yeah, jumped really on the did. Zoom. And that house, I was looking at the apps on my phone the other day and I saw a house party and I was like, oh, I remember you. I remember I you. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about it because we're like, well, we can actually meet, you know, people yeah. distance now, can't we? So we're like, meh. Um, so yeah, so back in April, um, I asked you where you think you'd be in three months time. Mm -hmm. um, and you said you'd predicted that you'd be staying at home and spending a lot of time or as much time as you can with family. Mm. And you also kind of just said that, you know, it's it's reminded you of how important family are. And Yeah, I was you know. wrong. They suck. I can't wait to get away from them all. <laughs> <laughs> your mum's doing your face and you loved her before, but now it's, it's over. Um, but yeah, so I mean how well first of all how do you feel hearing that back and how accurate is it I was bang on the money with that one yes yeah, oh, it's, it's totally cute. accurate yeah yeah I've had obviously plenty of time to reflect on all mm. these kinds of things and um a big thing that I realized was just you know how 
how strong that desire was to get home. I've lived in London for many years and mm. and yet that it didn't even cross my mind that I would stay in London. It, it, I knew that I had to get back to Jersey and be near mm. my family, as I said at the beginning. Um, and yeah, uh, I think that that was, you know, not not entirely kind of a, an unknown reaction, but um, but it, the power of it kind of was, you know, I knew, I just, there was no doubt where I needed to be. And yeah, and that kind of just makes you put everything and all your decisions really about life into perspective when something is just so powerful you know it's almost like you knew my question that I was about to ask later oh. which was like <laughs> I did this last I, time I'm so sorry I know you just keep <laughs> jump, I mean I think I must be just really predictable but since you brought up the perspective <laughs> aspect let's let's go for that first before we come on to um some other stuff but yeah you last time it was very much about you know, family, family. But is there anything else that lockdown has put in perspective for you? It's made me realise a few things. Uh, it's made me realise that I was chasing around a lot. You know, I was I was kind of rushing about in London um, and I was filling my time with loads of hobbies and mm. I was having a great time. But I don't know how many of them really had a, a very deep meaning in my life. Do you know what I mean? I don't know mm. how... I don't know how much of it was just I'm in London and I kind of am on this treadmill of filling time and there's so much to do so I'm going to do it all. Um, Mm -hmm. And then when I came home and just stopped, it made me realise that actually I don't know if I necessarily need to be filling all my time all the time just because I can, you know. Totally, totally relate to that as well. I feel the exact same way, you know, I'm Mm. even though restaurants and stuff are starting to open, the pub, the pub's starting to open, I'm not bothered. I just quite like Mm. just sitting in the park and hanging out with a friend and chatting, to be honest. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, earlier in your message, you said that you were having a bit of a hectic time because you're moving house. So does that yeah. mean you're staying in Jersey? Yes, it does. Oh, for good? You've left me? <laughs> it's so funny because quite a few people re- react like that and say for good. And I, I just have never in my life made a decision that's for good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, for now, yeah, for sure, for now. Wow. Um, when you say yeah. now, I mean, are you thinking, you know, at least the next year sort of thing? Or have you just yeah. kind of like... Well, I, I, I sort of, yeah, for as long as it feels right, you know, I'm wow. for a year for sure. Um, well, this is fantastic I'm... news because I'm going to come visit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Never so been. happy to hear that. To Brilliant. Yeah, you are incredibly welcome. Uh, yeah, so I found a little cottage in the countryside oh, and... Right. I move on Friday, so I'm currently surrounded by boxes just outside oh. the studio. I have boxes piled everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to stay here and, yeah, make the most of all the things that I've realised mean the most to me in the world, which are friends, family, nature and chilling out. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, it kind of sounds like if lockdown or, you know, COVID hadn't happened that maybe you would have made this decision sort of later on and not, I mean, or were you always thinking it? Blanche, do you know, that's the funny thing is that I I think that I had got so used to kind of playing this little monologue in my head of like, I can't move back to Jersey. It's too small. There's not enough to do. (laughs) I'll miss London too much. And I need to I've lived in the city for so long that that's just Mm. where I need to be. Mm. I'd got so used to kind of trotting that out that Mm. it had just become what I genuinely believed. Um, And then it took this happening to make me realize that I was wrong (laughs) you know I don't think I don't think that I would have made this decision anytime soon it was not kind of part of my plan even Mm -hmm. ever really necessarily to come back to Jersey Uh, and I've got loads of friends over the years that have said to me you are mad if I could live in Jersey I'd live there in a heartbeat and Mm. um, why would you be in London when you can be in Jersey and 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 I've just always said the same thing well it's too small and there's not enough to do and I'm used to city life and London's got this sort of like I don't know. Well, the streets are paved with gold about it, and but actually the grind's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, London's half an hour away on a flight. You know, when they do start mm. taking off, and it's not you don't have to go through quarantine and have blood samples taken and all this oh. stuff. Then yeah, I'll be able to come back to to London and work yeah. there and see friends and all of that stuff. So. Amazing, yeah. and see me for our night out because I think absolutely we're well overdue. Well, I was going to say the restaurants and pubs I'm not too bothered about, but the the one thing, no. the thing that I miss, obviously with my family, I miss that more. But um, the second, quite close, is a night out. I just want to go dancing, and obviously that will be quite yeah. a while till we're allowed to do that. But um, yeah, it'd be lovely. Yeah, so yeah, obviously, well, I'm presuming you've been doing voiceovers and stuff, um, as well as your, mm-hmm. you know, 
embracing nature and your family and things. Um, what else have you been up to over the last three months? Oh, I do have an exciting thing that you don't know about, Ooh. actually. Well, it's exciting to me. Um, at the beginning of all this, my mum and I tried to have a semblance of routine about our day and we tried to start the day on the right foot and we would put on a little youtube yoga video i did that this morning did you do did you? adrian or I love her so it's all her this is all her fault i did adrian yeah, so my mum and i were starting good. with this 30 days with adrian and i just love it and you loved it and then you know how you get targeted ads and all the gremlins mm. in your computers know everything that you're up to well, I started to get these targeted ads about yoga courses that you could do online, kind of proper mm-hmm. long, long ones. So I just decided, I thought about it for a while and I thought, yeah, I'm going to go for it. So I signed yeah. up to a, to do an online yoga teacher training course, which was nice. 200 hours of yoga. 200? Yeah. You must have abs like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> well, there was a lot of theory and a lot of philosophy, which I actually loved it was so it was such a perfect time to learn something like that Mm. Uh, I've got actually no intention of ever teaching a yoga class in my life but I had a lot more free time obviously because work was quieter Mm. at the beginning and I needed to I felt that I needed to focus my attention on something positive something that would mean that yeah that I was using this time well not for anything other than my own kind of sanity so that I wasn't just waking up with blank space in front of me every day so it was really really great I thoroughly enjoyed it in fact I haven't finished it yet I've still got a ton of coursework to get done but uh, yeah so I've been doing that it's a lot of hours I think so did you say that you weren't going to do anything with it or do you think you might do the occasional like evening or weekend class I think the only thing I'd do with it would be use it in a voluntary capacity because I that and that's Amazing. one of the things that I'm really going to miss in London was that I had a regular volunteering well, I was going to say job but it wasn't a job volunteering position that I used mm. to do um, on the elderly care unit at one of the mm. hospitals and I'm obviously not going to be coming back to do that so I'd like to see if I could pick up a voluntary position like that here when yeah. obviously the care homes and everything is shut at the moment but mm. if I could use they do chair yoga how cool is that so you can Amazing. do uh, yoga with um, people that fall into the elderly category so yeah. potentially I would use it there but otherwise it's just been something for me to do to get me through the last couple of months and yeah and yeah, you know the headspace that comes with it I think yeah yeah I mean I think if anything the elderly need it more don't they you know um the flexibility and limbering yeah. up and things so that's they say you're only idea. as young as you are flexible which I, I quite like that I'm like dad you can't touch your toes come on I was gonna say man. I'm like really old <laughs> at the moment because I'm really sad because obviously I, well not obviously but I was doing more yoga out of lockdown mm-hmm. and then because I just don't like doing it at home so much but um, I was doing it before and I can really see the difference mm. my mobility not so much and I'm doing a lot of walking so my calves are like that's great ah. but yeah it's good so I mean this is it seems like a bit depressive but I'm like you sound like you're having an amazing time tell me some negatives no is that obviously it sounds like life's kind of coming together for you and things have you had I mean three months quite a long time but was there any like particularly wobble that you've had between that time there are still wobbles um it's it's it yeah because maybe I'm giving a bit of a highlight reel of all the positive stuff but that's why I'm like give me the dirt yeah 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 uh it's still wobbly you know it's still wobbly I just try and use these things to make me feel less wobbly Mm. but um it's like work is still kind of weird um it kind of it's kind of unpredictable in a way that it hasn't been before Mm. well at least not for a long time so that you know that takes that takes kind of some concern in your mind because you know nobody spends their time building up a business for years and years for it to suddenly get a bit shaky yeah, so um, because we do um well I think you do as well mainly it's um radio commercials right and yeah, usually they're you know very frequent yeah and the thing that was kind of depressing about that was that a lot of them of course ended up being covid related so yeah. Even the the thing that I love my job and yeah. even that was kind of tainted by the dreaded C word, you know, yeah. because it was just everywhere and and I was hearing about clients that I'd worked for that had gone under yeah. and all of that. So that was really yeah, that's really it's really hard to 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 witness that going on. 
yeah so um that was been a tricky thing and what else has been grim that I can tell you about <laughs> it was more like um if there's been like a you know a specific wobble but I mean obviously like I, I don't know about for you but these three months have kind of blended into one for me so I can't even tell you yeah. whether the wobble was yesterday or if it was like you know yeah time has been yeah quite quite the quite the conundrum I have <laughs> in fact I had a voucher I had to put a sign in my car the other day for it it turned out there weren't any traffic wardens so it didn't matter but I wrote on the back of this voucher and then uh I got went to get back in my car and I was with, with a friend that I'd just been walking with and and I said oh can I throw this voucher away is it in date and I said oh no it's, yeah it's April I better keep it and she was like dude it's June <laughs> <laughs> No idea yeah. what month it was. April and June. It's I mean, ridiculous. that's a difference, isn't it? I mean, I get confused with July, but that's like yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, my memory's never been particularly good. <laughs> I was going to say that's Jersey life for you. It's making you so chilled out. No, that's that's great and stuff. And then have you been able to see, I mean, with the laws, uh, well, the rules over there, are they much different from here? Do you know? Yeah, yeah they are different. Yeah, we've, well all the kind of loosening up of laws have just happened sooner so uh and kind of in fairly quick succession we were allowed to and it was kind of kind of weird you know it's like so first of all you couldn't see anyone from outside your house then you could see up to five five families but some people thought that that was at the same time Mm -hmm. so you could suddenly have gatherings in gardens others thought no that's just mad and let's just keep shut Mm -hmm. away and so everyone was kind of doing different things and so I started to go on walks with a couple of friends. So we had kind of formed our own mini COVID social almost, social yeah. walking thing. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, now they've just really loosened it up. So it's a meter. I think it's a meter that you have to be from each yeah, other. But there are no, price, yeah. they don't restrict how many people are in the supermarkets anymore and that kind right. of stuff. So, so you can just it, go in without queuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which <sighs> when I when I was kind of putting my toe over the door like am I allowed this doesn't feel right someone's going to jump out and stop me surely you know uh yeah so at the moment it's that weird transition where nobody really knows what the hell's going on you how do you feel about going back to normal life but it sounds like you're in that transition yeah it feels it feels strange um it feels yeah it feels everyone's handling it so differently so there are a lot of still very nervous people around there was a man the other day that I he was on a cliff path as I was walking and he was kind of really nervous I'm kind of like climbing up into mm. the hedgerow to let him pass because I could see that he was anxious yeah and then he kind of stopped a few more meters away from me and turned back and then started telling me a kind of horror story about a neighbor of his that had got really sick with it and and how he felt that everyone should be more careful and I could tell that he yeah. was kind of directing that at me because I'd stopped to sit on this this bench overlooking the sea and he obviously thought that I shouldn't be out and I should be but you're allowed to do that yeah but I suppose if people are just really scared then that's the thing I think at the moment we just have to be extra considerate of the fact that we don't know what each other are dealing with and who might have lost somebody or who might really be going through the war still you know yeah definitely and I think that sometimes we can kind of forget that a little bit just with the you know the lockdown um uh, regulations easing yeah. and things we kind of forget the gravitas and then it is um i think you know at the beginning the news was all about lockdown and coronavirus and mm. now things like football and stuff are coming on board and things and it's kind of getting diluted but that means that in your head you are like oh we're we're near the end but if yeah. someone's lost someone i can imagine yeah. that they would be like this is absolute madness yeah this is happening so yeah yeah and i'm yeah. still nervous for people that are in the at-risk category because they could mm. obviously still get it that's probably even more likely that they'll get it now that lockdown's easing and that's a fear yeah. you know but at least uh, here and I, th- I guess everywhere but I can only really speak about my experience in Jersey but mm. here we're definitely more set up now for dealing with a crisis if it happens they built another hospital second hospital yeah, yeah. I was gonna say has that ever been used because no. last time I spoke to you I can't remember if it was on here or if it was you know no. Um, I was chatting that you said that they built it and then they've still not used it. So maybe they're opening the air pass so that they can yeah, get that used. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a terrifying thought, isn't it? But yeah, maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but um, no, you sound in a really good place, mate. And it's it's so funny. Even I mean, who would have thought when we spoke in April 
that you'd been like, well, I moved home and now I'm definitely buying, you know, getting a place here because I'm going to stay here. And that's kind of because of lockdown. I mean, who would have thought? Yeah, uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when do you think this will be over? I don't know, really, because I don't know whether it's going to have a lasting effect that might mean that it kind of never is, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Mm. I don't know whether elements of this might just become part of our normal life. I don't know. It's mm. so hard to tell because we are kind of edging towards normality here. You do mm. have the... I kind of feel people falling into two groups of those that launch themselves at you for a huge hug when they see you. Like, yeah, here, <laughs> let's have skin-on-skin skin contact as much as possible. Yeah. Right? Or uh, the others that um, kind of wave at a safe three meter distance. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen that as well. That's funny. One of the uh, one of the weird moments that I did have, Blanche, was when um, lockdown eased. I hadn't really seen my dad or stepmom for yeah. a long time because they were kind of really yeah. nervous about everything. So uh, they invited me round to sit in the garden and have some food when we were allowed. And um, so I got to the house. I knocked on the door. They shouted for me to come in, and then I just sprung back into the way that I've always behaved which is walk into the house walk straight up to them with my arms open to give them a hug and Diane was like whoa 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 whoa, what are you doing and I suddenly remembered and for for a split second I just wanted to go I just wanted to leave because I suddenly realized that I was in that position again where I was with people that I love and I can't it's painful it's almost more painful isn't it to yeah have to go through that yeah that's definitely the sort of conundrum I'm thinking with going to Scotland is I would stay with my brother and just go and um, visit my parents in the garden yeah but yeah if I can't hug them and stuff it's like yeah sometimes it's better not to know but so are your um is your dad older then or are they just being extra vigilant yeah. uh he's in the old uh, he's in the older category mm. I guess that's over 65 is yeah, it yeah I think so he's in the over 65 he's in that he's in that zone oh, it's weird well I'm glad you did uh, by the sounds of it you didn't leave <laughs> didn't leave I stayed for a socially distanced dinner yeah yeah which was really weird because you know when you're in your like one of your family's homes you kind of well we all kind of get stuck in help each other cook and get stuff from the fridge and all of that Mm. and my dad was like just sit there and it was like I was like being waited on it was so weird (laughs) would you like anything else from the kitchen oh yes please I'll have some water as I sat there you know being waited on like a princess exactly (laughs) Uh, I mean some of it I could be on board with (laughs) the princess aspect I'll be there Um, well it was just lovely catching up and I said this to Gillian earlier is you know depending on how long this goes on for we might catch up again but hopefully Mm -hmm. not (laughs) well hopefully we'll get a little chit chat my friend well I'm looking forward to coming to visit me I've already decided I've already booked my flights (laughs) yeah and I'm excited that my next trip to London is going to be just packed full of fun and friends Mm. and all of that good stuff, you know, all the highlights of London life without any of the, uh, well, hopefully any of the grim COVID cloud. Oh, I hope not. Well, thank you so yeah. much. And um, thank you, Blanche. Have a lovely day, whatever you're up to. Thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Lots of love. Bye. You're listening to Isolation and Me with Blanche Anderson. Hello, Chris. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. How are you today? I'm very well. It's 10 a.m. in the morning after the pubs all reopened, so, but, I, <laughs> but I didn't go to the pub, so I'm feeling very fresh. I thought that was very good for some context. Thank you. Being like it's 10 a.m. and it's the, the 5th of July because the 4th was when the pubs opened and things like that. But I was going to say, I didn't, or you don't strike me as someone who was right there with the crowds. No, not until the clubs reopen and I can get, you know, you know, banging around in the club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just your sort of thing, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you do anything last night? Or oh, it was date night, wasn't it? I'm presuming you're still doing your date night. Yes. We watched Toy Story 4 after a roast chicken. I think the last time we did this, I was having a roast chicken as well. It's just been roast chicken mania down these My parts. My goodness, the, the taste of lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I heard, um, so my flatmate is a journalist and he went into Soho yesterday to report and stuff on mm. the pub's opening and he said it was utter carnage and it was just crazy and apparently even on the tube and stuff there was a lot, a lot of transport police and he showed me some photos and honestly, like, it's just crazy because obviously if one person in that pub has coronavirus i think i don't know if this is right if it's 
just their table or whatever. But um, a lot, you know, everyone has to self-isolate afterwards. Is that right? The whole place, lockdown. Uh, well, I suppose ideally, yeah, but the difficulty would be in letting everybody know. And policing it. And policing but it. apparently you've got to give your details over. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, then, yeah, I guess yeah. that's what they would try to do then. How very organised of them. Well, we'll see. And it's the same with restaurants. But, I mean, I was saying to him earlier, I can't imagine if someone got a phone call being like, oh, you're in this pub and this random person that we don't actually know if you're in contact with at all, probably unlikely since it's London and it's a big pub. Oh, no, they've got it. So you've got to stay at home. I'm like, how are they going to police that? How are they going to make sure people yeah. stay at home? I don't know. Indeed. Mm, so weird. But I think I shall keep away. Yesterday I went to a friend's garden. Mm. Well, it was a rooftop, actually. Mm. It was lovely. Very nice. It was a good one. So, let's cast your back to April. Do, 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 do. Ooh, a... nice. I like the effect. Thank you. I couldn't actually remember the one that's always played in films, so I, I made my own. Cast your back, uh, your memory back to April. And you predicted that by the 6th of May, your birthday, mm. for anyone who's listening, mm. um, he likes presents, that lockdown would be lifted and that in two to three months' time, um, things would be back to normal, including back in the office, seeing friends, out to restaurants. Did I indeed? Well, that <laughs> might be what you would call... I thought I would leave a pause for you, a dramatic pause of, you idiot, <laughs> what did... No, I'm joking. No, you did actually at the time, you said that you felt you were being quite optimistic. So... I think I may have been suffering from a bout of wishful thinking. I think the fact that it was my birthday <laughs> the day after I predicted lockdown would finish may indicate that I was being overly optimistic. Maybe I'll um, re revise that to say my birthday... 2021. Yes, that's a that's a great one. Okay. And you're all invited. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back <laughs> to that episode and and scratch it. Um <laughs> so what are your thoughts hearing that back? I mean obviously it's not accurate, but do you think you were just feeling quite optimistic that day or did you actually think that was right? <laughs> uh, well, I suppose at the time I thought we've been in lockdown for about what was it like 2 or 3 weeks. Mm -hmm. So give another 2 or 3 weeks plus a little extra. Seems about right. Yeah. I think that's probably what I was thinking. Um, it takes about a month for, you know, someone to get it to maybe go through having it badly and then um, either recovering or dying. So I thought if everyone's staying at home for a month, that should be that. Yeah. Polish it off. Sorted. That's not, not been proved to be correct no. in the long view. But fortunately, I'm not in charge of, you know, national policy or an epidemiologist, so nobody really listened. So that was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, there's not too much gravitas mm -hmm. in what you're saying there. And then you said at the time as well that you were really enjoying lockdown. You're one of the very few people. I mean, I think now people are getting more into the swing of things. I know that quite a lot of people like myself had a little mini meltdown at the beginning because we were like, ah, life's changing. Whereas straight from the get-go, you were like, I love lockdown life. So, yeah, so, I mean, you said you enjoyed, like, the lo the slower, more contained pace of life. Are you still the same or have you had any, you know, wobbles in between? Well, I enjoyed it more before everyone else did, you know, when it was just my special secret thing. And <laughs> now that everyone else is working out how to deal with it, I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's so last, you know last month's news now yeah. so I'm basically a lockdown hipster it's like schadenfreude of like well I don't know if it's actually quite like that but I just mean you get more pleasure when other people are suffering no, I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> I think I am actually still enjoying it though yeah. I think it, it's nice at home I've got all my nice things and my girlfriend's here my cats are here and I've got my little projects it's just the same as I said before and there's lots of films to watch and getting to see people now ooh, mm -hmm. a bit more and, and go out a bit more it's just like it's like if you've just had plain bread for a long time and then someone says oh maybe a cheeky bit of butter like like before, you wouldn't be that excited, but now it's like, whoa, butter. That sounds amazing. Oh, yeah, totally. You start loving the small stuff. We actually met for a socially distanced hangout yesterday. We did. We're such best pals that we each walked an hour and a half each I way know. to meet, didn't Absolute we? Absolute madness. I thought my um, bladder was going to burst when I got <laughs> home. Um, <laughs> that was the downside of it, but it was totally worth it. Yeah, I had a nice time in the park. A bit windy. <laughs> it was. It was indeed and it was a bit chilly as well. I, I liked the days when you could just like go into a cafe or whatever. But I suppose those days are with us again. So, you know, happy days. Well, yeah. So will you be first in line um, with things opening? I think um, I missed the boat on that. Not really. I, I feel like I'll just take things easy. I'm 
you know, it doesn't have to be a, a hard watershed moment between not doing anything and doing things. Now that we're allowed to, I'll start to consider it again and see how things pan out. But I don't have any particular plans to go to a pub or a restaurant or to get my hair cut. I was going to say, your hair, it looks awful. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but what? No, I'm joking. It did your girlfriend cut the, she your did. hair? She did. And it's actually pretty good. I think. I mean, don't don't just chalk this up to favouritism, but I think it's one of the best haircuts I've ever had. Mm, favouritism. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Chris, Chris used to have really long hair. Where did it reach to? Your shoulders or below? Yeah, it was below my shoulders. It was like a, a good few inches down my back yeah, yeah. from my shoulders. Yeah. And then he cut it and then he got a girlfriend. <laughs> so for anyone... In now... that order, guys, so you know. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I saw when I was walking to you, I saw barbers and loads of queues outside and stuff. I, I now feel some sort of pressure that because before it was okay to have not very good hair in lockdown because you're like oh what a shame I can't get it done whereas now I feel pressure that I'm gonna have to start making more of a no an effort yeah. or something oh yeah. what I mean what have you been up to the last three months you, can you give a summary is that too broad I know that you've been mainly working I know that your work's coming to an end soon as well is that right it's sort of contract based so it it often is coming to an end and then doesn't because I get another one but you know it is meant to come to an end at the end mm. of um, August and it seems a bit more serious this time because of stretched and strained budgets and so forth so we'll see how mm. that pans out but yeah in in the last three months I've just been working and working from home some of the stuff that I'm doing is um, video editing to do with uh, COVID stuff which has been you know quite interesting to be part of Mm. part of the solution in some small way perhaps very 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 small perhaps but um, (laughs) another stuff is is different different sorts of videos so um, yeah that's been quite good because it's work that's quite easy to do from home although um, next Thursday we're meant to be doing a shoot outside at um, a park this is the first shoot yeah it'll be the first Shoot, and we've done some over Zoom. I've done quite a lot over Zoom now, actually. Um, not quite the same, and doesn't you know look as good. But um, yeah. it's been interesting trying to learn how to do um, animations and stuff that that hide the fact that the video isn't very high quality. And um, and yeah, it's it's been it's been pretty nice. I certainly won't enjoy going back to commuting because it's great not doing that every day. Yeah, do you think your work would just let you work? Well, obviously, I mean, you don't know about the contract and stuff, but I just mean, if it gets extended, do you think they'll be up for moving away from the office? Do you know? Um, I mean, we already did work from one day a week at home before lockdown, and I think there's a bit of an appetite now for maybe we should do a bit more working from home and um, come into the office only a few days a week. I think the, the general idea is that it's good for everyone to be in to actually talk to each other and collaborate quite often. So I don't think uh, they would want to sort from home all the time or even most of the time in an ideal world. But yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll be um, a little benefit to get to have more of a mix of working from home in the future, seeing, you know, depending on how yeah. things pan out. Quite a few factors there, but you never know. Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's interesting, just stuff that you have to learn to cope with from, like um, you were saying about Zoom and things. I, I think... I can't remember if I've said this on any podcast episode, I don't think so, but um, I didn't have internet for a couple of weeks during lockdown, which was horrific. Mm, And I had to sunbathe and it was just awful. (laughs) Um, But no, I had this live voiceover and um, I was forced to do the session over 4G and things. And actually, like, it all worked out and I was thinking, okay, it was maybe not ideal, but I mean, it all worked and it's actually just quite handy to kind of build up knowledge and things of think outside the box, be more creative than you usually would of just going to a studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and also I was going to say, um, Chris and I actually have done our uh, first paid project together. We did a commission for BBC um, at one point, and that was just us. But this is a more formal one, as in I did my voiceover for you guys, didn't I? You did indeed, and it was very good. And I think it's going to be a rather good video. It's fully animated, well, almost fully animated. You have to say that. It's very good. I love my job, and she's fantastic. (laughs) And I think it's going to be a cracker. Good. I hope so. I hope so. Um, So usually at this point, I would ask people their lows and highs, but I think the gist that I'm getting from you is your three months have been quite similar level. Is that right? Or is there there anything you're not telling us, Chris? Um, No, I think your first instinct was quite right. Very perspicacious of you there, Blanche. I've been having quite a nice time, and it's just been... It's just just been quite similar. I think the only the only bad thing is not even that bad. It's just there was when there was that sort of heat wave. I was like, oh, I miss the air conditioning in the office. I was sitting around with a damp tea towel around my neck, which is a a trick that um, my girlfriend's mum 
told us about, which is very good actually. You put you know put the damp tea towel, put it around your neck like a sort of scarf. It's very cooling, mm. very nice. I'm actually surprised you didn't know that before. I think I've known that since the age of like eight. Oh, brutal. And also, if you run your um your wrists under a oh, really yeah. cold towel, I know that one, but you can't you can't stand there doing that while you're meant to be typing. What? <laughs> 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 put your feet in cold water as well. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Full of them. You 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 know all the you know all the um all the tricks. And you're from Scotland. This is very strange. I know. I was just thinking that, but it's because my uh my room's on the top floor <laughs> and it's like a melting pot. Uh, melting pot is that? I don't know if that's the right. Certainly is. Phrase, but yes. uh, anyway, I melt. How about looking forward into the future? Are you feeling nervous about or anxious about going back to normal? Um, I don't think I would quite so strongly. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I think I'm sort of reluctant. I mean, there's things I'm not reluctant about. If I could pick and choose, like um, getting to go up to Scotland, see my family and um, getting to go and see people more often and, and go out to places that I like, like restaurants and pubs and things that I, I like going to and go and see friends mm-hmm. and, you know, do little weekend trips and things on, on the train or the tube. Well, you can um, do a weekend trip abroad now. Yes. Was, what is there, 67 countries? I think I actually said to you about it, didn't I, yesterday? Yeah. And Portugal are a little bit miffed because they're not on the list. Countries that you, when you come back, you're not having to do quarantine. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, I have no immediate plans to hop on a plane or on a boat. But um, I think it's similar to what I was saying about the pubs and stuff opening. It's like the options there now. And now I'll start to consider it mm-hmm. in the future, depending on how things go, rather than, you know, it's not like the starter's pistol's gone off and I'm sprinting to Heathrow to jump on a plane. Yeah. And I think there will be a rush as well. The, the worry is, or not maybe not as strong as worry but it's a concern that with the local lockdowns and things coming and i know that um my borough's on the risk list oh really you're thinking oh i've got all these um you know things i can do maybe i need to do them right now before it gets taken away from me again you know that sort of thing and i've booked a place myself an airbnb in um in england in a couple of weeks and i'm actually really worried that i just get put on local lockdown before that happens yeah, I suppose it's a possibility, and of course, ironically, the more people um, do it, <laughs> live like it's the last day of Rome or whatever, yeah. the more likely it is to happen, and the more likely it's to happen faster and for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I suppose we can just plan these things as if they're going to happen, <laughs> and then uh, who knows? If they don't, then go darn, have to try again next year. Yeah, have you got any um, plans to think going to Scotland? Because I know that that's one of the things, the biggest negative of lockdown is not seeing your parents i don't have it um booked in yet uh but we are all meant to be meeting up in september which was a holiday that was deferred from june when it was originally supposed to be happening and that's um that's oddly enough in barnard castle the now famous barnard castle <laughs> and so i'll see them then if not before but in in the meantime i'll, mm-hmm. I'll wait and see how things pan out although i spoke to my mum yesterday and i said um it'll be nice to hopefully come and see you soon and she said well you saw you in March <laughs> I remember my mum saying that to me at some point as well I was like oh okay I think my mum said that the longest I've been away from home is five months and I was thinking well that was when I was a, a young student who didn't care as much whereas now I'm yeah exactly I'm like, that was when it was my choice <laughs> <laughs> exactly okay it's funny one that one. Again, looking at the future, are there any aspects of lockdown that you want to or you will consciously try to carry with you as things lift even further and we get more back to, well, back to normal? Um, I think the majority of stuff that I've done in lockdown has just been more of the stuff that I like to do when I have the time to do it, like um, working on my own video or game projects or whatever on my computer and playing some computer games and that kind of thing. So it's just been nice to have more time to do that, like a sort of holiday, I guess. Um but I've liked the pace and the sort of conscious, or the you can't do anything else, or the conscious sort of relaxation and having takeaway and a movie Saturdays, which has been like my little little cornerstone of the week to hold on to. It's so funny. It's, you talk like you've never discovered um, <laughs> that before. You know, you know that's always been there, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what I mean. It's like, although these things already existed, the fact I couldn't do other things made me really concentrate on them and go, oh, this is actually really nice. Like, you're just in mm. your house, but it's like the benefits of going out because you get this food brought to you. And um, <laughs> then you can watch a film. It's like, oh, the... You know, the sights and sounds of the world on your doorstep, in your living room. <laughs> hey, do you... Um, have cinemas opened? I thought they were, but I've not heard anything about um, it. I think... I don't know, but I think they announced 
how they would open, but I don't know if they have a date yet or if they're open already. I don't think so. As you can tell, I've just like relaxed into the hermit lifestyle and don't even know what's happening in that sort of world anymore. Yeah, I think back in the day I was asking you for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not insider, but the, but the information. And now I'm telling you things and I don't think I'm as like accurate and trustworthy. So <laughs> mm, <laughs> difficult. And then are you like the rest of my London friends that have decided they're going to move out of London because of lockdown? Or are you staying boot? <laughs> I don't have any immediate plans to. I quite like London. Um, Me too. And I think, obviously, during lockdown, a lot of the benefits of living in London, like central London and the nice restaurants and the nice theatres and things, aren't there. Um, and with a lot of businesses now, apparently, considering people doing more remote working, yeah, there's not really any current benefit to living in London where it costs more. But I'm just sort of optimistic that those things will come back. Nostalgic, maybe, for the days when <laughs> one could um, grab a pre-theatre meal and then head on out to the theatre, which I think I did like twice a year. But um... <laughs> but I do love that, though. But I think, <laughs> well, I don't know, because on one hand, very much loving the smaller things, like you're saying, and I want to continue that. But then on the other hand, I'm like, oh, well, I really need to value and do more of that, of the stuff that you know, I didn't really do before and I should have done more of. So it'll be interesting to see what route we go down or if we'll just convert back to exactly what we were doing before. Yes. Who knows? People are very elastic, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, don't really know what that means, but yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. People are elastic. Um, I think we'll end on that. <laughs> but honestly, thank you so much for chatting to me. And... um. I've said this to the, the other interviewees that we may catch up again, depending if there's a second wave or whatever. But um, it was lovely catching up with you and I will speak to you soon. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to Isolation and Me. Don't forget to subscribe and share, but also please, please give us a rating or review as it helps other people to find the podcast. Thanks again and stay safe. <laughs>